our celebration today of All Saints Day, it's one of the really wonderful days in the life of the church, invites us to lift our gaze to heaven, to call to mind all of our sisters and brothers who have gone before us, who have persevered in the earthly pilgrimage of faith, and have actually lived their lives in such a way that they have really built up God's kingdom here upon this earth. They resisted so many of the onslaughts of evil when they lived, and they conquered much territory for God's goodness in this life. And so now they are enjoying the reward. And this should fill us with joy as well on our earthly pilgrimage. Their achievements do not take away the multitude of problems that weigh us down in this life. And today's joy does not come from a false joy that you sometimes hear preached. We call it the gospel of prosperity. The promise is if you live a good life on this earth, you're going to be rewarded with goodness here. That's not, that's not what this is all about. Jesus never promised heaven on earth. He said those who promised him were going to have to carry the cross. Many of the saints, in fact, did carry the cross in significant ways. So where does our joy come from? And what kind of joy is it? First of all, our joy comes from sharing in the victory of the saints. They are our sisters and brothers, so their victory belongs to us as well. Maybe an analogy might help. If we had a brother or sister or family member who had a gold medal this past summer in the Olympics, just imagine how much joy that would have filled your life with. Well, the saints have won much more than that. And they are our brothers and sisters in Christ. They really are. We speak about the communion of saints. And how many of us here have even personal family members who have joined God in heaven, our saints, They are maybe unnamed, but they are known to God alone. So the communion of saints, we believe in that. It's one of the doctrines of our faith. Secondly, today's joy also comes from knowing that God has given us some real tools that will help us to follow him in the footsteps of the saints and to help to win this very same, so to speak, gold medal ourselves, this holiness and sanctity that we are all called to share in. We are all called to holiness, to make it to heaven. What is the first tool? I'll give you three tools tonight. Three tools, simple tools. The first tool is simply to know where it is that we are going and not lose sight of that our knowledge of our destination, which is, of course, heaven. We know what comes after death in this life. And that's what the very first reading was all about that we heard from Revelation tonight. It's a beautiful reading. Sometimes the language in Revelation can mystify us a bit. I want to go back to a couple of those sentences in Revelation here. Maybe help them make some sense. They can make a lot of sense when you look at them. St. John John saw God's angels of destruction 
hovering over four corners of the earth. They had a job to do. Their job was to end human history, the sorry state of sin that we're in, all the greed, injustice, destruction. It's not hard for us to imagine that today. Yes, the world that we live in is going to come to an end. God's not going to permit all this injustice, all this sorrow, all this sin to last forever. God will put an end to all of this, bring about justice. So St. John saw these angels, you know, poised to bring this to an end. That's what we saw in the second verse of that reading. But then he sees that they were instructed to wait. So we're in this waiting right now. This is what it said. It says, do not damage the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal, a seal on the foreheads of the servants of God. Now what is this seal on you, the servants of God? It's the very sign of the cross that the bishop makes when the bishop anoints us, when we are confirmed, which marks us as followers of Christ. And the whole purpose of human history from the very time of Christ is to give all humanity the opportunity, the opportunity to be marked as a follower of Christ. And those who do will be clothed in the white robes, as we heard in that reading, and to enter into eternal life, which begins, it begins here on earth and will last forever in heaven. This is where we're going. This is our destiny. We know it. So this is the first tool, the first tool helping us follow in the footsteps of the saints. But it's not just enough to know where we're going. We need a second tool. The second tool is linked to the second reading tonight. It's knowing who we are. Uh, so many people today have lost sight of who they are. Here we get a sense of not only knowing where we're going, but where we came from. That we're all made in God's image. So important to know that we're not just some speck in the universe. You know what I mean? Something like that. Some bit of information, you know what I mean, that's going across the internet. That's some, something nameless. So what we hear in the second reading, we heard clearly who we are. Beautiful. Okay? From John. See what love the Father has bestowed in us that we be, may be called children of God. And so we are. So we're children of God, all of us, members of God's family. We have, literally, we're, we have Christ's blood flowing through us, Christ's love, just as the saints did. The saints not only knew they were God's children, but they lived in accordance with it. So how important it is to know who we are and not lose sight of it. And finally, not only is it important to know 
what we're, where we're supposed to be going and who we are. But then the third tool, how to get there. How to get there. And this is what the, the gospel reminds us of, the Beatitudes. An attitude of Christ that we need to live with our lives. St. Matthew places the Beatitudes right at the very beginning of the gospel, the Sermon on the Mount. It serves as a summary of the gospel. It's not just the Ten Commandments of thou shalt and thou shalt not. The Beatitudes fulfills the Ten Commandments. What must fill our hearts? Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the merciful. This year of mercy that we're in. Whole year on that one Beatitude. Blessed are the peacemakers. How we live flows out of who we are. We're children of God, sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, and we act like Christ through the Beatitudes. If we make the Beatitudes part and parcel of our lives, they're the roadmap to our final destination, which is heaven. Every time we gather here to celebrate the Eucharist, we're gathered with all the saints and angels. This is what the communion of saints means. Together, we ask now God's grace for the journey that lies ahead. Many times we become so preoccupied with all the battles and struggles of this life that we lose sight of those who have won the crown of victory that can really spur us on. In many respects, this feast day is a bridge between heaven and earth. So let us not lose sight of this destiny which fills us with hope and also with longing, with longing, and allows our hearts to rejoice this day.